0: It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, our French romantic is here, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, la belle américaine, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, Angie.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Bonsoir. Yes, bonsoir. We love, dating, romance, and relationships on this show. I want to give you our phone number if you mm. need some advice. In that category, or if you want to comment on anything tonight, 855-905-8255. Do you know what I did tonight, Simon?
1: No, I have no idea. What did you do tonight?
0: Well, I've been traveling so much that I have all these DVR things that I've been waiting to watch. And I watched about three or four episodes of In Bed with Simon, like all in one shot. Oh,
1: thank you, Angie. Thank you. You, you, You're the sweetest. Yes, In Bed with Simon, my TV show.
0: Yeah, it's on the FYI channel in case you've never seen it before. And it's basically like our show here, like The Rendezvous, except on TV, in public, on a bed, <laughs> yeah. in a mall,
1: in a, in a mall, yeah, in a mall, I know.
0: And you're just grabbing random couples and asking them <laughs> questions about their love life. Some people, <laughs> I'm sure, would be freaked out by that. But I love the fact that the people that sit on the bed with you are so candid about their personal love lives.
1: It's, yeah, exactly. It's it, it, it's quite a miracle, I must say, to be in that mall and and I would say grabbing, but asking people to jump me on the bed and they join me, and then those total strangers tell you stories and answer my questions. Uh, out of the blue.
0: You have this very calming presence and a way of non-threatening when it comes to people being non-threatening. So um, I know you have a list of your questions from some of the recent episodes.
1: I have them right here. I have questions for you and our listeners. Nobody gets a break here. Right
0: on because I love it and I want our listeners to call in and answer some of these too. Like I said, 855-905-8255. We're going to be on the hot seat in bed with Simon on the Rendezvous <laughs> next. Welcome back to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're being a little crazy in the studio, Simon.
1: Yes, tonight. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you had uh, In Bed with Simon tonight. I watched a whole bunch of back episodes on the DVR. Your FYI show, In Bed Thank with you, Simon. Yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the production value on that show too. It's so funny how they pop up these little graphics and people answering animations. These... Yes, oh. it's so great. But um, you had some questions that you have. Still from the show that you wanted to ask us.
1: Yes, exactly. And 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 ask you and, and our listeners. The, the, okay. the, one of the episodes was about nice guys finish last. And the first question I want to ask you, Angie, do, do you believe that nice guys finish last?
0: No. Um, it, it, I say no with an asterisk next to it. I say no because I think there's a difference between being nice and being a doormat. So... I don't think nice guys finish last. I think doormats get stepped on. And a lot of guys that are doormats are like, oh, I was just trying to be a nice
1: guy. Okay, wait a minute. So for all of us guys, just listening to your answer, we got to make sure, can you define what's a nice guy so I sleep better tonight after the show?
0: I always say that I love bad boys that don't treat me bad. Does that make sense? Like, I like if you have some edge to you. I like if we're fun, if you're sort of, um, I kind of believe in gender roles and that way I want a man to be a man. But I also don't want you to treat me bad. I want you to be a good person, good to society, good to humanity, good to my family, my friends, myself.
1: So the nice guy versus the doormat, the doormat takes anything and you'd say the nice guy is if able know, to say no.
0: If I know I can walk all over you, I will lay you down like a carpet and walk right out the door. Damn,
1: girl. I know. No not cold okay. world
0: simon cold world Excellent.
1: man <laughs> Ooh, la, la 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 that's why you married a boxer though so he can he can say no one needs to be oh
0: no no he would never box me but no 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 i, I don't mean like physically
1: <laughs> but he's no. mentally you know a no, my husband
0: is a, my husband is got edge to him he's a boxer he's a golden gloves champion he's a tattoo guy he's sexy italian but he's the <laughs> nicest person you'll ever meet
1: I know, but he's you he can say that but no I don't mess with him. I don't mess with him. you know it. All right. another question was uh, what do you think of, of having somebody who is a straight edge? What about someone who's a straight edge?
0: Meaning no drinking, no smoking, no you, drugs
1: you, just kind of that you know or not too extreme yeah like that boring. Like, boring I'm boring.
0: Simon. I'm a straight edge. Angie,
1: I'm a straight edge. let's let's so, beat around the bush.
0: You are sexy. you are beautiful. You are the kindest, hardest person, but you but are too clean for me.
1: Too boring. You're, you're too clean. You're too you're clean. T- Angie, I'm you too said dirty it.
0: for you, and you're too clean no, you for me. You said it. I am too boring. You're not boring. No, I know you personally, like, behind the scenes, and I know yeah. you're not boring. I just think in day-to-day life that you would hate me for my <laughs> lifestyle, and it would be a problem. Uh, so I okay. can't. Somebody that's usually straight edge is very strong in that conviction and can't mm-hmm. be around somebody that isn't of the same lifestyle. Don't you agree?
1: No, I, Being I straight agree. Edge, but yeah. I do. I, I do believe if you can't party, I, listen. I don't party at all. I think people who like to party they find you boring, or or they don't, they don't. They don't. It's not disliking or not loving. It's just I think.
0: I don't find you boring. I would just feel judged all the time. Does right. that make sense? It's, if absolutely. if I dated somebody that never drank, I I like to have my cocktails. If I didn't date somebody that wanted to go out and have fun, I would feel like I was always being judged, and it would make me insecure, even though I wasn't probably being judged. I would feel that way.
1: Can we can just say for, because you know we, we say it like it is that it's Angie's birthday very soon, and yes. we are going to dinner, and then we're going to a club. Yes, and, and I don't know, and we, we'll post some of that. I don't know what's gonna happen when finally, I am confronted with. With the club side, birthday in a club for me. Totally tame, totally tame. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. All right, let's go quick. And and one more question, Uh, Angie. When you are looking to date someone, do you look for your for your clone, or for your opposite?
0: I don't know that I. That's a great question. I don't know because I know they say opposites attract. Yeah. I don't know if opposites sustain. So I believe that there can be an attraction with an opposite. Okay. I don't know if it's sustainable in a relationship. Okay. Make sense?
1: I, I understand. I That's understand. just me. All
0: right. So I want you to ask our listeners some questions, okay? No, oh, I got I got more to ask. So. Oh, get me out of this hot seat. 855-905-8255. You want to be in the hot seat? We want to talk to you next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking out The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. Simon Marcel's FYI show, In Bed with Simon. We're Mm -hmm. taking questions that you've asked other people on TV. Now you're bringing it on the radio with us. Exactly. So I was on the hot seat, and I'm done. I'm checking out of the hot seat. I'm checking (laughs) in someone else. Let's check in Callie, (laughs) listening in Phoenix, Arizona. It's our new affiliate, Mix 96.9. Thank you so much, Callie. How are you? Hi, Hi. I'm I'm so
2: excited. I just recently
0: found
1: you guys, and I love your show. I'm so into it. Thank Thank you. and Welcome to the rendezvous. Yes. Thank you.
0: So you have the rendezvous that you just found. Also, Simon is on FYI. And here's some questions, Simon. I want you to put Callie in the hot seat uh, from your show. Ask her something.
1: Exactly. So, Callie, I'm going to ask you a few questions. It's about what's hotter. So you have to define what's hotter to you. Question number one, motorcycle or bicycle?
2: Ooh, good one. Um, motorcycle, I think. It's a little more dangerous, fun.
0: I picture some tattoos. I like
1: that. Nice. Okay. Wild and savage. I like, savage. <laughs> I, like Angie, you... I like the yeah. fitness
0: side of the bicycle, and I like the naughty side of the
1: motorcycle. I'm all bicycle, but that's <laughs> yeah. me. Okay. All right. What's hotter? Leather jacket or letterman jacket?
2: Leather jacket, or what's the other one?
0: Letterman or leather?
2: Oh, leatherman. Yep. got you. Um, ooh, um, leather, leather, leather. Yeah, we're grown ups. Motorcycle,
0: I think. Yeah, we're grown ups. I mean, Letterman yeah. jacket was hot when I was seventeen. <laughs> like, Simon, <laughs> let's you. take a break. Can you hang on the line with us for a second, uh, Callie? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Please. All right. We Thank have more you. questions to ask you when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel is here. Um, was asking some of these questions on your show in bed with Simon on the mm-hmm. FYI channel, um, which is basically like the rendezvous on TV, but mm-hmm. it's on TV. Um, and so still on the line. Thanks for calling into eight five five-905-8255. Here is from our new affiliate in Phoenix, Arizona, Mix 969. Hey, Callie. Hi.
1: Bonjour, so, Kelly.
0: Yeah, Kelly. Callie, you, Kelly's been on the hot seat and enjoyed it enough to stay on the line and not hang up. So we appreciate that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> so uh, Simon, get her with some more questions. I'm liking it.
1: Kelly. So listen. Um, in the question I had was, "What's hotter?" Right? What's hotter? And here is the next question: Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Definitely tattoos. I feel like, I don't know, piercings, I'm kind of over that. I feel like that's, again, maybe a little bit younger. Plus, I I
0: mean, I don't know, like, where the—I what? can't picture a hot tattoo. Like, eyebrows are weird. The piercings, no. I agree with Callie. Can I tell you that one time I went out with this guy. He was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like, magazine cover gorgeous. We went on a date. Ooh-la-la-la-la-la later. (laughs) Takes off his shirt— he had a belly piercing and not no. just, a no, Callie, not just a belly button ring, but one of the belly button rings like Britney Spears circa 2000 with the dangly thing on it. Like some Come kind on. of dangle. I swear. And I could not. I was like, oh, you know what? I got to take my mom to the farmer's market. I don't know. I got to go. Where in the did you Bye. find this dude? I'm telling you, it was perfect on paper, and then you opened a book, and you're like, oh! <laughs>
1: Big turn no, off. My. Big turn
0: off. All right, Callie, thank you so much for calling The Rendezvous and allowing us to put you on the hot seat, okay? Thanks so much for having me. All right, more of The Rendezvous when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. Our website, simonandangie.com. If you'd like to listen back, we've been talking about Simon's In Bed with Simon show on the FYI channel. You've been asking some of the questions from the TV show to our listeners tonight on the radio show and to me as well. I was in the hot seat for a second.
1: E- exactly. There's one one last question of ask on, on In Bed with Simon I want to ask you, Angie. Um which I think is a key question all of us have to ask ourselves, which is, should a person change their ways once committing to an exclusive relationship? Meaning, let's say you meet somebody you really like, start to love, he loves mm-hmm. you too, mm-hmm. you guys have this talk, it's DTR, you're exclusive, one party's a bit more, the other one doesn't want to party. Do you think, and would you advise people to to like change their ways, or you think that's a recipe for disaster because you are who you are?
0: That's a great question, Simon, because listen, I think anytime you get in a committed relationship with somebody, they're not going to be exactly who you are. They're not going to live exactly the same way or vice versa. Um, Let's say, for instance, Simon, you're completely straight edge, right? You don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't party, you don't do any of that stuff. I'm a dirty girl, okay? I I like my wines. I like to go out. I like to have fun. Uh, I keep it respectful to my man, but this is just the way I've always been. Would I bend? Absolutely. Would I cut down? Probably. Would I change completely? No. Would I ever stop drinking? No. I would never be straight edge. I never could be. I never would be. I feel like it's just who I am. It's a part of my life. I enjoy it. I enjoy the socialization that comes from it. My uh family is a rowdy Serbian drinking food, gambling, fun, yelling family. Like that's who I am. And I feel like I would not be myself and I would be unhappy. Because I've tried but to go the other way. You've tried? For a man.
1: Yeah. You've yeah. Tried to was... stop drinking, no potting, nothing?
0: I've tried to be How long very... that lasted? Um, I bent very much to where I was only drinking maybe here and there, like one glass on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was bored out of my mind. I really was, because I felt like, for some reason, this is going to sound like such an AA meeting, but I felt like I took some <laughs> of the social aspects out of it. Not that I've ever had a problem with drinking, I just enjoy everything that comes with it sometimes. Um, it's never been a problem for my family, my friends, my
1: relationships, or my job. So or looking me. back, put aside that, but looking back, you've been married uh, with all these years with Jason. Yes. Do you remember, and have you changed some of your ways? Yeah. Or in, in his ways, what would you say, guys, I've changed this and he changed that?
0: Can I tell you that when I first started dating my husband, um, I, you know, I, I've run marathons. I'm a triathlete, and I was right. very much more active then. Right. And so when he and I started dating, I was... In Runners, Women's Running Magazine, I had a spread. I was like in triathlons all the time. Like, I, he started dating this hyper super athlete. Right. I've since sort of chilled out from that lifestyle. And he's okay. like, wow, like, I really miss when we used to go on like 10 mile runs. And I'm like, I just don't feel like doing it. You know, sometimes. You, people's personalities ebb and flow too. What you're into one year or for five years or 10 years, maybe you're not into. And you kind of just like go with the flow, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I am who I am fundamentally mm-hmm. as a person, as a human, my heart, my mothering, my friendship, my way as a wife. Right. But my interests will change here and there as will his. And I think but, you just kind of figured out.
1: But have you changed for him your ways? No. And he hasn't changed any of his ways no, for you.
0: we've tried to really? improve ourselves for each other. We were both going to therapy right. separately to work on issues from our past, from our childhood. So I guess in that way, we're trying to improve. We want to be together forever. And you if you have issues from the past that keep coming up. Yeah. So I guess in that way, we've changed. We're, but- we're growing
1: but in, in, do you think the way he cooks, the way he eats, the way, because sometimes people can be very annoying, the sounds they make when they <laughs> or anything is changed, and you no. say, I just can't take it about the, little things. The
0: sounds, the little things, I feel like are um, the tip of the iceberg for something else. So I don't mind all of his little annoying things because I love him and he doesn't bug me. If you're with someone that is dr- that you don't want to be with anymore, have it, hearing them breathe uh, will drive you crazy, I feel like. Uh, so, no, the little things don't bug me because I adore him. All you. right, more of The Rendezvous <laughs> with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. That's also all our socials, Simon and Angie on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Simon, Marcel, we're all Angie about Taylor. love. Yes, love, dating, romance on this show. And we have a Twitter question that came in, Simon and Angie on Twitter, um, and I want to present this to you, Simon. I'm 19, and I want mm-hmm. to get married to my boyfriend,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: everyone in my life is telling me I'm too young. My question is, what am I missing out on if I get married now at 19? Ooh.
1: Hi, hi, hi.
0: Is she missing out on anything, or would being married at 19 have somebody in her life to experience all the things that she's about to experience?
1: I'm going to tell you something. If you feel it, do it. You can always get divorced later on. Uh, just my advice. No, that was it's true. Mr.
0: Romance, right there. <laughs> I just gave
1: you a dose of no, because hey, who I, am I, I to tell somebody in love not to get married?
0: And that is the most romantic thing: is to get swept up in it and feel. I it just and can't go with tell it.
1: somebody you know who's an adult. Don't yeah. get married if you feel it. And I remind you the reality. <laughs> you can always divorce. My advice, don't rush to have kids. So wait. Bingo. at least you, Yeah. Bingo wait for timing. the kids. The rest you can separate yeah. and, and move on. So please yeah. enjoy. Congrats. Enjoy fully, but no kids for a while.
0: I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule. But as a rule, what is better? Getting married young, getting married older, or like Simon said, Get married whenever you want. Just wait for a while for kids, which I totally agree on. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Call in 855-905-8255. Love, dating, romance, relationships. Mm. Simon Marcel,
1: Angie Taylor. Um,
0: yes, your questions um, from your In Bed with Simon show on the FYI channel brought mm-hmm. up the idea of getting married. Actually, this came from Twitter, didn't it? Yeah, it did come from our Twitter, Simon and Angie. Um, the idea of getting married very young. Somebody that had uh, was 19, wanted to marry her boyfriend, her family saying no, no, no. She's saying, well, what am I going to miss out on if I get married at 19? What do you think about Simon Getting married old versus, not old, older <laughs> versus getting married at 18, 19, 20.
1: Well, so listen, you said something very interesting, you know, last break. You said, if it was my daughter, I would be furious, right? And then we said, if you, you have a teen daughter and if she said, mom, I want to get married at 19, you and Jason would be furious. Mm-hmm. I have a goddaughter who's 21 and she's in a relationship for the last two years. If she said, "Sai," because she calls me sigh, uh, I want to get married, I would, I would, I would make a fit and convince her otherwise.
0: But because why would you try to convince her otherwise? So,
1: b- because I do think it's unwise to, to to make such a decision that you know so early on in life. But I would still say, if you want to, I will be married. I've warned you, I've informed you, but you're an adult. I'll support you in your ups and downs of life. So let's celebrate, don't have kids early, and just enjoy the present. Because I know too many people said, can't do this, or you shouldn't do that. And at the end, 50-50 people get divorced.
0: I want to find out, did it work out for you? What are your thoughts on that, getting married so young? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic right now, getting married very young, off of a Twitter question we had from a 19-year-old girl. Said she wants to marry her boyfriend. They both want to get married. Family mm-hmm. saying, no way, Jose, too young. You have too much to live for, too much to do by yourself. Um, I think it can work. I've seen it work in my family with my sister. But I think it can be dangerous, too. So let's go to the phone, Simon. Yep. See what our li- listeners have to say. 855 905 Eight two five five right now on the line in East Lake, Florida. Listening on Mix one hundred point seven. This is Nina. Hey, Nina.
1: Bonjour.
2: Hi, guys. I love you.
1: Thank you, Nina. Uh, Thank Thank you, Nina. We love you. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for calling. What do you have to say about this topic about getting married very young?
2: Uh, So okay. Overall, people kind of say like you shouldn't get married young. You should experience life by yourself first and be independent. Whatever. However, in my opinion, life is. So much better when you're in love like that saying everything is in color when you're in love is totally true however getting married that young I think is a mistake because you have if it's your first love let's say and you haven't experienced anything else it's all you know and you have no idea if there's something better out there or if this is actually how you should be treated in a relationship my first love I dated him for four years I thought everything was great Because I didn't know anything better. And when we finally broke up and I started dating other people, I was like, wow, I didn't realize I actually needed this from a relationship. But I would have had no idea.
0: That's a great point. Um, If you have nothing to compare it to, Mm -hmm. sometimes I think you're more inclined to stay in a crappy relationship because you don't know it's crappy. You don't have a a measure to, to put it up against. But... You know, and I said that about my sister. I did say to her all the time, she got married at 18. And I always said, God, don't you wonder, because that was her first love. It was her Mm -hmm. first first sex, first everything. Mm -hmm. I said, don't you wonder what it's like to be with somebody else? Because you've never been with anyone else. You've never had another relationship. And she says, because I don't, I don't. Like, I don't know, so I don't care. And I feel, you know, because I didn't get married till I was 37. And I think about... What if I would have married the dude I was dating at 19? Oh, my God. Throw me right. off a bridge. Simon, if you w- would have married the girl you were with at 19, like, you, how much have you changed since then?
1: <laughs> the girl I was dating at 19 left me for the drummer of Gun and Roses. So imagine if I did marry her. <laughs> my bad luck. So let's not the, go yeah. back to Simon, 19.
2: is that real? It that is, is totally, totally real. real.
1: It is totally real. The damn drummer from Gun and Roses <laughs> instead of your humble servant. I'm still I'm still not over that. What a mistake that is. Yeah. But
0: still, and you don't want to worry that so. your your girl's gonna leave you for the first hot drummer that walks by. But
1: No, exactly. And and also and to your point, Nina, I think that At 19, we know nothing about life, the reality. We don't. So case by case, it can work. I'm happy for Angie's sister. But I have a friend of mine. She married at 18. She said, I would not do it again. I wish I never made this. So I say, yes, case by case. Let's forget the idea that at 19, you know life. You know squat.
0: Nina, thank you so much for your input and your experience. We appreciate your call.
2: Thank you, guys. Great show. Love you. Thank Thank you,
0: you,
1: Nina. Au revoir.
0: Thanks for listening
1: to The Rendezvous.
2: (laughs) When we come back, we're going
0: to take an email that came in for Bonjour, Simon Marcel, just for you, Simon. Oh, thank you. On The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking us out tonight. If you want to send us an email for advice on love, dating, relationships, romance, drama, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. uh, our. Our French romantic Simon Marcel and myself, the American realist, will uh, give you some advice. This one specifically came for you, Simon.
1: Salt and pepper, that's us.
0: Salt and pepper, I like that. Um, (laughs) Romance and real. So this one, Simon, came to us from Chris. Uh, He is listening in Fremont Hills, Missouri on Alice 95.5. He says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Chris. I had an emotional affair with a girl I met online. It lasted about three months. I never met her in person. I never even spoke to her. We just interacted online through emails, social media, et cetera. Now the emotional affair is over. I ended it because I felt too guilty, but now I'm left with nothing but regret. I don't think there's any way she'll ever find out, my girlfriend, because she barely knows how to turn on a computer, but I can't get over this feeling that I'm lying to her by not telling her. I've heard you guys talk about How the eyes who do not see do not cry. Boy, that's what Simon (laughs) says. But Mm. the guilt is literally eating me alive. What should I do? Chris, Simon needs some help. What do you say to Chris about telling his
1: girlfriend about this emotional online affair? I say that, you know, you can't punish your girlfriend for your mistake. Thank God nothing happened. No touching, no STD, nothing. There is no danger. Why are you going to punish her?
0: I love why? that. I love that. I want to leave it at that, Simon. When you come back and when we come back, I want you to describe what you mean by why are you punishing her with your mistake? Because okay. I don't think people sometimes understand what admitting your guilt is to someone. When yep. we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an email that came into dot simonandangie.com. For you, Simon Marcel mm-hmm. from Our listener Chris in Missouri on Alice 95.5 said, hey, I was having this emotional affair with a girl online, never met her, never saw her, never even spoke. Um, And then I ended it because I felt guilty because I have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Should I tell my girlfriend the guilt is killing me? What am I supposed to do? Simon, you said no. And why?
1: I said no, because she is in no danger at this stage of anything. You haven't touched, you haven't met, you have, there's no disease, nothing. So my question was, why do you want to punish your girlfriend for your sin? Meaning, in explaining that to your question, what does it Mm -hmm. mean? It means that when we make a mistake and we are uh, responsible for something wrong, but the other person doesn't have the image, the poison, the hurt from it, in the name of what should you impose your partner that they're going to hear a story and do what with it but be rotten to. So you deal with it. You you, you you burn for a while in guilt, and you mm-hmm. remember not to do it again. I hate when people say, oh, I did this. I must confess right away. They do it to feel better. It's not to, yes. to help the, the partner. You, you your go. girlfriend would be so hurt if she knew that story, and I'm glad nothing happened. Now leave it at that.
0: Simon, you nailed it because she would be hurt, and this is about Chris's guilt guess what? You're the one that made the mistake. You have to live with your guilt, and that's the punishment you have. That's your sin. That's your cross to bear, right? Absolutely. So hopefully you learned a lesson. Thank you, Chris, for writing in. Hopefully yeah. uh, you take our advice, or Simon's yes. advice for sure. Uh, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an email that came in to simonandangie.com about... Someone who was having an online emotional affair, even though he had a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. um, but never met the girl, never even spoke to her in real life, was feeling guilty, was wondering if she'd say anything to his girlfriend. Simon, you advised him, don't do it.
1: I told Chris, don't do it. Don't say it and and, and burn in your guilt and, and, and repent in your mind.
0: Right. And then here comes our producer, Jill, with the jerk question of the day because I don't even know Jill go ahead and ask what you were contemplating off air
2: all right I wanted to know would you guys rather find out that your partner slept with five random people or had a deep emotional connection slash affair with one how
0: how deep was he? like
2: the l word
0: like I love you came out uh-huh <sighs> honestly oh god Jill See, because if you said just one person they slept with, yep. I could probably deal with that better than five because now we're showing a pattern. This is a habitual behavior of cheating, which is mm-hmm. completely different, I think, than a one-night one, one screw-up. Um, but the, the I love you part, mm-hmm. um, I, I think probably I would rather—and if my husband is listening, <laughs> I swear to God— don't you dare take this as some sort of permission slip, haul, pass, because I will stab you. But I think if it were five, like, hookups, I would be okay more. Not okay. I would be less likely to put him under the ground than if it were an I love you emotional affair. because now you're not just body with somebody, your soul, your heart, your mind is preoccupied with somebody you're in love with, and then the body comes next. That's what I think. Simon, what do you think? In my case? Well, no, in your sister's <laughs> case. Or in your case. Yeah, in your case. Well, oh, in my what case, I thought we were going to talk about
1: you and Jason. Okay, we're talking no, about me now.
0: don't make it all about me. What about you? <sighs> what would you do with Jill's question?
1: So, being a Frenchman... Uh, the rule is that we cannot. The touching is the deal breaker, not the "I love you," because I've said I love you in my life more than once, and I'm single today. But if you're dating me, and so it's clear for future relationship, do not sleep with somebody else. Not one time, zero. I cannot. I'm
0: so you're saying that the the sex, so, the ulala, is the worst. Worse yeah, than... So for
1: it's, it's the deal breaker. The emotional affair, to me, can be recovered because you did not give yourself to another man.
0: But that is, I, I, to me, that's superficial. That's all on the outside and it's not on the I inside. I don't think so.
1: Well, I'm talking about the ulala inside. So that's what I meant by that. Like, if you make love, I'll be more specific. If you make love to another man, that's why it's called, make love. no, 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 obvi- no.
0: But we're talking about...
1: And superficial
0: then, one night stands, five in a row, something like that. But I don't that.
1: think it's superficial. That's the difference you and you I. You have I...
0: never had ooh-la-la when you were not in love?
1: Plenty of time, all the time. But okay. Th- th- but I'm you talking about if I'm in a two. relationship. If I'm uh-huh. in a relationship. With a woman, uh-huh. With a and... woman. I prefer that she says, I love you to some dude. Just don't touch him, don't kiss him, and worse, do not sleep with him. I say, I can forgive you. But if you go the route of of making love to this man, I just can't recover from that. So I'm archaical. Really? I it's think just, that's an that's, ego thing.
0: That's ego. Maybe, Angie.
1: I just, I got to be honest on this show. I just can't recover no. if my girlfriend will sleep with somebody else. I
0: appreciate the honesty. Do you not feel like when you say I love you to someone, and not I'm not saying like how you and I say I love you, Simon, I love you too, Angie, friend right, love. Right. I'm yeah, talking yeah. if you are in love with someone. Yeah. That that that's not more lasting and lingering than the physical?
1: It is, but I cannot and maybe it's my ego, maybe it's my self-esteem. Because esteem, you are maybe. You gonna
0: replay it in your head and that's You what, know it.
1: And I don't want and you see I get mad just thinking about it. You are a mad. man touching my girl.
0: I like what you're saying, and I wanna talk more about it on our show tomorrow because we're almost out of time. But okay, what is harder to get over? And we always talk about emotional affairs versus physical affairs. Is one better or worse than the other? Is one forgivable and one not? Or are they both, like, bi? Um, So maybe we'll talk more about that tomorrow yeah. night on the show. Let's do but that. That'd be great. Yeah, let's do more of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for tuning in to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. If you missed any of the show, we had a great one. Check it out on simonandangie.com. The podcast is there. Uh, we talked about all your In Bed with Simon questions Simon, about nice guys. Do they finish last? Finish last, yeah. (laughs) No, I don't think they do. But um, you can hear back what some of those questions were getting married young versus getting married later in life. We had a Twitter question from a 19 year old girl who said Mm -hmm. her and her boyfriend want to get married. Family says no. Our thoughts on that. And then also emotional affairs versus physical affairs. Is one better? Is one worse? Are they both terrible? And that's where your Simon Says came in.
1: Yes, I, I just said don't punish your partner with your own mistake. Meaning, l- like if you had an emotional affair, you haven't touched or nothing. There's no risk for your partner. Why would you want to poison your partner's heart? Your, your partner's heart. Yes, So don't we, punish your partner with your own mistake.
0: Right, and that became because uh, Chris, who wrote in, said he had an emotional affair and was debating right. on whether or not to tell his girlfriend. Even though right. they the, the emotional affair, they never even met in person. They never even spoke on the mm-hmm. phone it was just all on email and Simon I I stand by that advice that you gave like don't hurt somebody just to assuage your own guilt
1: yes totally. absolutely
0: Thank you so much for listening to us tonight. Please tell a friend to check us out, too. I want to say thank you, by the way, Simon, to our new affiliates that we have. Yes. Merci beaucoup. Merci. Merci. Mix 96.9, Phoenix, Arizona. My 92.9, Tucson, Arizona. 99.5, the River, Albany, New York. My 99.9, 9, Colorado Springs. B 98, Fort Smith, Arkansas, and my 99.5 Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks for checking us out and having us on. Yes.
1: Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. More romance and realness tomorrow on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
1: Bonne nuit, Angie.
0: Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.